Thank you for tuning in to the podcast of Lydia Brown Ministries, where we have a conversation about faith and bringing revival to your life. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Brown Raphael, and I am so excited today to welcome to the podcast my favorite guest once again, my sweetheart, Nick. How are you today, sweetheart? I'm doing wonderful, sweetheart. How are you? Oh, I'm great because you're here with me again. I know. What a blessing. You're a blessing. (laughs) Well, you are too. And I'm so glad that you have come back because we had a great time together last week. And I'm really looking forward to this special series that we are about to start. I am too. I mean, this is going to be great. I know. This is one of my, you know, this is a series that I really look forward to. Uh, this year and something that the Lord really put on my heart and I'm really, really excited. I know you are. (laughs) That's wonderful. I know. So for all of those who are listening, we are so looking forward to this special series that we're going to be having. Nick is going to be with us for the next four weeks. I know. And it (laughs) is going to be about all things Christmas. Yes. It's the most wonderful time of the... I'm going to stop. <laughs> it is the best time of the year. It really is. It's one of our favorites. <laughs> and is. I am so looking forward to this. And I don't want to take away any more time because I want you to have liberty and just share of what course. the Holy Spirit has put on your heart. You've already given me a few nuggets and I am ready to hear the rest of oh, it. You've given me some teasers, it. so I'm excited. Yes, I'm ready to just dive into it. And so we're going to do a multiple week series um, with different things that the Lord brought to me. And so this week we're talking about the origins of the Christmas story. Ooh. So where did the Christmas story begin? You know, we go all the way throughout, you know, um, Sunday school and, you know, the different teachings that we have. But have you ever stopped and wondered, where did the Christmas story, what is the real origins of the Christmas story? There's so much more to it. There's so much more to it. And what we see maybe just, you know, in Christmas decorations. Yeah, Christmas decorations, or, Christmas programs. Right. You and know, all those things. We, I think that... I mean, of course, we all know as believers there's mm-hmm. more to Christmas than that. But even more than what we've learned in really? Sunday school. Exactly. Or maybe some of us at church, mm-hmm. wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say so too. And those things are great. Those things are wonderful. I love me a good Christmas program. Me too. <laughs> I even watch them in July too. <laughs> you do. I do. I do. And, you know, sweetheart, one of my favorite, I have so many, you know, people that I use as a resource. But one of my favorite resources is Rick Renner. I love yes. Rick and Denise Renner. Me too. Um, he is such a blessing to the body of Christ. Absolutely. And the love that he has for the word of God and actually taking it from the Greek text and even the Hebrew text as right. well. It is such a blessing to our lives. Amen. And um, one of my favorite teachings, I have so many different teachings that Pastor Rick does, um, is on the meeting of Christmas. And it is such a rich text that he does. And so so for this series this month, we're actually going to dive into the Word of God. 
um, specifically. So this is going to be a very word intense Good. teachings, but we're also going to use his material as well Great. Um, as kind of a supplement. And so Luke chapter two, verse seven, we're actually going to start off <clears throat> verse one, the Christmas story, right? And yes. so we're going to start off at the first verse and we're going to read to the seventh verse because the first six verses are going to give context to the seventh. And so Verse starting in Luke chapter 2, verse 1. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And all went to, and all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph, who went up from Galilee, out from the city of Nazareth into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. To be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, which you can go so much, so much teachings on that, uh, being great with child. She was very pregnant, in other words. <laughs> in the baby Texas, was getting she, ready to come. She, she, she get ready to pop, basically. <laughs> and so it was, was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. This baby was coming. <laughs> yes. In verse 7. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room from them at the inn. We hear that all the time. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite Christmas songs. You have silent. a lot. I have a lot. I have a lot. <laughs> Trust me. There's a lot. That's <laughs> like, oh boy. <laughs> but you know, one of my favorite songs is Silent Night. Silent Night. Holy Night. All is calm, all is bright. You know, right? Yeah. It is such a beautiful song. It's one of my favorite Christmas songs. It is a beautiful song. It is such a beautiful song, and it's so anointed, and it's so, and it's so awesome. But have you ever stopped and th- thought, was it really a silent night? Really wasn't. Because oh, we see okay. here in the scripture that, <clears throat> excuse me, um, we see right here in the scripture that this is not fully accurate. It was a very busy time. Yeah. And so during this time, because everybody had to go to their original homes to be taxed. There was a lot going on. There was a lot going on. So people were coming in and out, passing in and out. And when Jesus was born 2,000 years ago, approximately, um, the area was far from silent and calm. And because there was declared a census from Caesar Augustus and everybody had to go to the origins of their family's mm-hmm. lineage to be registered. You had to. It was it was law. It'd be like the president of the United States saying, hey, you have to go back to your family's place of origin to be registered and censored. Okay. It was a big deal. And that explains why there was no room at the end. Have you ever wondered, sweetheart? You know, why wasn't there no room in the inn? You know, we all see those Christmas plays. You know, you know, Joseph knocks on the door and Mary's holding her stomach. He knocks on the door and asks for a room and he says, there's no room at the inn, right? Mm. A lot of people, a lot of, you really need a theologian to mess this up, right? <laughs> <laughs> you really do. But the reality of it is there are so many people in Bethlehem at that time. Wow. That's why there's no room for them in the inn. Wow. It wasn't a lack of <clears throat> room. There wasn't. It wasn't a lack of room. It wasn't a lack of preparations. That there was so much 
so many people going on there. I mean, we live in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. When we, I mean, even if you want to get a room on certain days of the year, like for example, with the Texas Motor Speedway, if there is so much going on, you're not going to find any hotel rooms. Or if the Cowboys are having a huge game or the Rangers are having a huge game, you're not going to find a lot of hotel rooms. That was to the magnitude, but on a greater level to put into context here. And there is a common misunderstanding within the church world and within the culture today that Joseph and Mary were rejected. They were not. We see that in the scripture that they were not rejected. The truth of the matter is, is that there are tens of thousands of people passing through, including their animals. That explains the animals. Because how did they travel? Some people traveled by foot. Some people traveled by horse. Some people traveled by donkeys. Some people traveled by camels. And they had to take their flocks with them, <clears throat> their animals with them. And those people who could not find shelter in the local inns stayed historically in the caves in the area. So if you go to Israel, which we haven't been to Israel yet, you know, praise God, that's something that's that's on our that's on our vision board that we'd love to go to Israel. But if you Absolutely. go to Israel, there's caves encamped around it within the mountains. And those were the and those people could not find shelter in the local inns, the local bread and bed and breakfasts that we would call here today. They sought shelter in the inns. And therefore, it is very likely that there is a multitude of people in the same area talking, laughing, crying. It was very busy. Um, in the midst of that, and in the midst of that, Jesus was born. So if you think about it, <clears throat> when Jesus was born in the cave, it wasn't just Joseph and Mary and, you know, the animals that are around there. And that's great because we can't fit all of that on a Christmas card <laughs> or at a Christmas program, right? Yeah. But there is, there is scripturally and historically speaking, when you look at the documents through there, there is potentially hundreds of people within that cave. And that shows us that Jesus wasn't the only baby that was being born at the time. He was one of them, but he was, but he was, but he was one of them. So in the midst of all of that, Jesus was born. And that is such a powerful thing of what's going on right now yeah. in the world today. We need to look at our lives. We do. We always have to look inward before we look outward. And so we look at our lives. There are certain things that are going on. Jesus is still there. He is. God is still there. Amen. God chose to put himself right in the midst of what was, what was going on. And Jesus was Amen. born. The King of Kings was born in their midst. Yes. And it was such a powerful thing. Oh, I'm getting excited. <laughs> I am too. Me too. I'm starting, to hold, I'm starting to get ahead of myself here. <laughs> because you think about, oh, how great would have it been to be here. I know I've thought before, how great would have it been to have been here when Jesus was born or about the earth. But we are living in a time where he's coming again. Yes. His second coming is better than his first coming. And that's scripture too. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, me too. And we are the ones that were chosen for such a time as this. Amen. When we are called up to him and we're in heaven, we see, we think that, oh, that's the apostle Paul. Oh, that's, that's, the, that's Peter. That's James. That's John. They're grateful, but they're thinking, 
That's Lydia. That's Nick. That's Susie. That's, that's John. You're the ones. They are the ones who, care, who, were, who were in the world who ushered in the coming of the Lord, the Messiah. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> God is so good. He is so good. I love hearing about how baby Jesus was born. Yes. It is so exciting because, you know, it was such a important time of yes. history. It really was. You know, he came and he he fulfilled so much prophecy, not just with dying for us on the cross, but the way he was born. That's right. And just to see the faith that Mary had mm-hmm. under these conditions. I know. And such a busy time with all these people around. Right. You know, who knows what edibles of people were there in the manger. Exactly. You know, but God graced her and he right. wanted her to do that. That's right. And so I want to encourage anyone who's listening, regardless of what it might be, you might not be having a baby, <laughs> <laughs> but whatever you're doing that God's asked you to do. Yes. His grace is sufficient for you. Amen, sweetheart. That is so good. That is so good. Amen. I'm it's for it all of us. It's for all of us. Jesus is for all of us. Amen. That's right. Well, I enjoyed hearing about the origins of Christmas. I'm looking forward to the rest Ooh, of it. Oh, yes. Because I so know good. it's going to be really good. It is really good. We have a really good episode next week. So it's about... Go ahead. Give us a teaser. Nope. <laughs> You're going to have to tune in next week. For okay. <laughs> well, that'll be good. Yes. Hey, it's about Christmas. It's we about Christmas. Well, that. I'll tell you this. I'll give you a teaser. It's about Christmas, and it's about Jesus. It's about us. So. <laughs> well, that's good. That's we good. definitely want that. That's right. Well, thank you so much for joining us again today, sweetheart. Of course, sweetheart. I've enjoyed it, and I know those who are listening, who are listening have, and all of you who are listening, thank you so much for yes. tuning in to this week's podcast. It is always such a blessing to have this time with you. And if you will, send this podcast to a friend or a family member and be a blessing to them this holiday season. We love you and we thank God for you. Yes. So until next time, this is Lydia. And Nick. And remember that Jesus is coming soon. Thank you for tuning into this week's podcast. This episode was brought to you by the partners of Lydia Brown Ministries. For more ways to connect with us or to sow into our ministry, please visit the links in the podcast description.